The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. who measures the Zekinim of Yerushalayim? We said that's the Sanhedrin, a Gedolah that sits in the Shkat Gazit. They do the measuring. Now after they do the measuring, Nifteru, Zekne, Yerushalayim, Al-Khudah, they leave, finish, they did their job. Now who takes over? Zekne, Ota'ir. Now the closer city has their own Betin. You have to remember, every city in Israel had their own Betin. Then they take over after the measuring. Now, what do they do? Bevi'in, Eglat, Bakar. They have to bring an Egel. Eglat, Bakar is a, a calf. Asher, Lom, Mashcha, Be'ol. That was not used, which means that was not used for any work. Which means the yoke was not placed on it, and it was not drawn to do work. Very If the aegel, the agla, is blemished, it is not pasul by agla arufa. You bring it to a place called nahal etan. What does etan mean? Etan kemashmao kashe. Which means it's a hard place, meaning it's not a fertile land, it's a rocky area. That's where you bring it down in order to, to kill it. They bring it down to a na'al etan, the rocky, hard ground over there. Even if it's not rocky, if it's not etan, if it's not a strong land over there, meaning hard land, it is kasher. You take a kofis, what is a kofis? Lashi says, kimin sakin gadol, a long knife. And what do they do? Me'achorea. They hack it from behind. You don't make shaita on it. They kill it from the back of the, back of the neck. That's called the orfin. Umekoma asur melizrowa umele'avod. Which is the area where they kill the aglad ufa. It's forbidden to plant anything in that area. And it's forbidden to work the land. Umutal nisrok sham pishtam. But it's permissible over there. To comb, let's say, pishtan, flax. Because the combing has nothing to do with the ground. You're just combing things that come from the ground, but you're not actually working the ground itself. As well as permissible, let's say, you want to, you know, uh, pick up some rocks and things like that from the ground, that'll be also to clean away some rocks. That's not considered working the ground. Then the elders, the zikinim, the ibetin of that city, washes their hands. The place where they hacked off the head of the we, our hands did not spill this blood. And our eyes did not see it. Says the Mishnah, What do you mean? I, well, I think that the rabbis are murderers. They have to come along and say, it wasn't us. We didn't spill this blood over here. The Mishnah explains, <clears throat> Which means, they're coming along and saying we weren't responsible, not directly for sure, but even indirectly. We did not see this fellow in our city and leave him go without provisions. Because if they would have left him without provisions, then they're responsible. Why? Because the guy's going to go and try to get provisions from somebody else. He's not going to want to give it to him. He's going to now try to take it by force. The other guy's going to kill him. 
because she doesn't want to give him his provisions. So therefore, Betty would be responsible. So they say, we didn't do it. We weren't responsible even even indirectly, which means we gave, if we would have seen the guy, we would have given him provisions. No problem. We didn't let him leave the city without an escort. Because we're going to see the Gemara that when you escort a guest, it gives him protection. So they say, listen, we didn't see this man that we didn't give him an escort. Because if they didn't give him an escort outside the city, they would be really responsible for this person's death. That's the Gemara going this way. And then the Kohanim come along. <coughs> And they say, in the Pasuk it also says that Nigeshua Kohanim, which is the Kohanim are part of this process. What do they say? Kaper la'amecha Yisrael asher padit asher, please God. Atone for the, uh, for the sins of your Jewish nation. And do not let this innocent blood over here uh, be on the, uh, amongst the nation, Israel, amongst your Jewish people. At the end of the Pasuk, it says, and the, uh, this should be, I mean, the blood, the kapit, after the this Aglarufa should be a kapara for the blood. Now, who says that? It says, That's Ruach HaKodesh says those words. After the process is over, Which is, after you do all this process, Which means then the, the blood is going to be, The blood of that, the one that was slain, So at the end of the person, Don't think that the Kohanim have to say it. That's God says from the Shema, after the procedure is done, God says, now you indeed have kapara. And the kapir lahem adam, the kapara is done at that point. Look at Rashi. Rashi says in the second line, on the right column, again you have to keep in mind, gentlemen, on these pages of it, Rashi is on both columns. Second line, ve'lo ayu sirichim lomar v'ne kapir lahem adam, ke lomar v'ne kapir dikhtib bekra, lav av'anu v'amiru kai, which means, this v'ne kapir is not going on what the Kohanim have to say. Shiye avze bekhal amira, elam milta v'apir afshet, it's a separate item. Shiruah HaKodesh b'sirit Yisrael God is telling through Moshe Rabbeinu when they follow the procedure then they will get kapara from the dam oh, so now the Gemara goes into an analogy between the laws of and the laws of and the Gemara is going to try to learn laws from each other, laws of Aglarufat, Paraduma, and vice versa. So the Gemara's first attempt is as follows. The Gemara says, mum posel We've learned in our Mishnah that a mum, a blemish, is not posel in Aglarufat. The Gemara says, I can make it kalvahomer to say it should be. Why? Uma para. Which means when it comes to para aduma, it doesn't matter how old the para aduma is. Shanim, years is not posel the para aduma. Mum posel but a blemish is egla shanim poslot ba egla that has a stringency that years are posel because the egla rufa can only be one year old. Enodin shiye mum posel ba or the most old mum should be posel ba. That's a kalva omer. Which means, and what if my paraduma that doesn't have the stringency of years? Mum is poselba. Eglarufa that has the stringency has to be a certain age. Or the more so, mum should be poselba. Kevaz shaniata. No, it's different. You know why? Because the amar kera, because it says by paraduma, asher in ba mum. When it talks about the blemish of the paraduma, it says that it doesn't have a mum. So the Gemara's Doresh. <coughs> Asher em ba mum ba mum posel ve en mum posel beigla, which means so the fact that it says the word ba ba teaches me only in para aduma is a mum posel, but it's not posel somewhere else. Meaning aigla arufa, which means you're right. I could have learned to count the chabad, but I have a beferush derashan the word ba to teach me that the law of blemish only applies to para aduma, does not apply to aigla arufa. Ela meata all gemaras according to this logic. Lo yihu she'ar avodot poslot ba. If that's the case, it says by para aduma. It says asher lo ala aleha ol, which means by para aduma. One of the things that is very specific, you're not allowed to put a yoke on the neck of the para aduma. What's the yoke? The yoke is like a weight that causes the animal's head. To go down or that it uh, plows uh, correctly. So therefore, once somebody places the yoke on the neck of the paraduma, the paraduma is 
Pasul. What we're going to learn now that not only do you put a yoke on the paraduma, but if you do any type of work yeah. with the paraduma, any you know, even though Torah doesn't say that. Torah just says Ashidlu Aleha all. But we learn from Egla Arufa. Because by Egla Arufa it says Ashidlu Ubadba. It says any work <coughs> that was done. Now you could argue and say, I said, what I want to say, that just like any work that's done by the Aglarufas, posel it, so any work should be posel the paradava, what do you mean? It says the word ba. Mm-hmm. By Aglarufas, the language is ashin lo uvad ba. That it was not work. So if you're working with this ba, then I shall say the same thing, that maybe work is only posel by Aglarufas, it's not posel by paradava. So the Gemara says, Alama amar biyudah, why did the biyudah say, amar aviniyah alia udashil sakin? That what? If let's say on the paraduma you put on it, let's say a pile of sakin, which means a pile of uh, a sack, uh, uh, things like that, pisula. So you see what? That not only an all, but even any type of work, you placed even a bundle of sack on the paraduma. Now by agla rufa, incidentally, not, it's not enough to put it on the back. You actually have to. You have to pull it, it, has to walk a little. But the point is, leave that discrepancy between Paraduma and Eglarufa. There is one difference, which is both are pasul if you put anything on its back. The only difference is Eglarufa, you actually have to walk a little. But leave that point. The point is, how do you know that not only all is pasul by Paraduma, all things are pasul. How do you know that from? Because it says by Eglarufa, ubad by any work. But it says the word ba. So say the same to Rashab, maybe ba only by Eglarufa, not by Paraduma. Shani Paradi Alfinan all all me Eglarufa. Oh, so the Gabbat we have a Gizira Shabbat all all. Which means it says the word all by Eglarufa, and it says the word all by Paraduma. So therefore we make a Gizira Shabbat. Which means what? That even though it only says the word all by Paraduma. But it's, and it says the word all by Eglarufa. We know by Eglarufa, not only a yoke, but even other items, any type of avodah. So too, we're going to say that what? By paraduma, also any type of avodah is going to be poseret. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Shani paradia fin all all me Egla nametiti all all me para. So now the Gemara says, once you have an all all, you have this Gizra Shava, go the other way. And say that just like by para aduma, mum is posel. Say by agla arufa, mum is posel. Which is once already you're learning it in one direction, learn it in the other direction as well. Again, I explain. You tell me that all all teaches me what that just like by para by agla arufa, any type of work on the animal is going to be posel. So so too by para aduma, even though it's only the word all by the any type of work is going to be posel. Good. Once ready, you link them with the all all. Go the other way and say just like by para aduma, mum is posel. So by agla arufa, mum should be posel as well. Because hami et rahmana ba. What do you mean by? I just told you that by it said the word ba by para aduma. Didn't it say it says asher in ba Back to me, the boom is only posel by it and not by Glarufa. Beglanami ketiv ba. What do you mean? So then, if you go like that, it says Ashil leubad ba. By work, it says the word ba as well. So for the same reason that you said ba is limiting moon to Glaruma, ba is also limiting uh, 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 work to Glarufa. Hahu mivayde lemeute kadashim telo pasla beu avoda. That ba I need for something else. When it comes to work, there's no difference para aduma and egla arufa. I'm in favor of gezrasha all all. It teaches me that not only a yoke but any type of work. If they put a a pile of sack on the para aduma, it's going to be pasul. But it says the word ba by egla arufa. So that ba teaches me something else. That work is going to posel the egla arufa, but it's not going to posel a korban. Which is if a guy let's say sanctifies an animal and then when he worked it. Doesn't matter, even though you worked it, it's not posel. Work is only posel ba in the Egla Arufa, as well as Parad, because of all, all. And the ba is coming to school, something else. Kadashim, a korban that Abuda is not posel itself. Kadadak Amina. So I would have thought, Liti be kadachom and me'egla. 
Because without that word ba, I couldn't have made a kavahomer from egla. Uma egla she'en mum posel ba. Avodah posel ba. Kadashim she'mum posel ba. Enodin she'avodah posel ba'em. I would have said, if what in egla arufa, that a mum is not posel, but avodah is kadashim, that a mum is posel, all the more so avodah should be posel. Kamashwan, the word ba, to tell me avodah is only posel by egla arufa, but it's not posel by egla by kadashim. He called him a frak. The Gibraltar, what are you talking about? <coughs> That's not a good kavahomer. Ma le'aigla sheken shanim poslot ba. Which means, I'll tell you the reason maybe why there's a stringency of avodah by aigla arufah is because there's another stringency that shanim are posel, which is aigla arufah to be kashir can only be one year old. Ma sheken kadashim, it doesn't matter how old the korban is. The government says, atu kadashim ileka de pasle behu shanim. What are you talking about? Aren't there korbanot that sometimes have to be a certain uh, a certain age? Even by korbanot, there is certain uh, animals that have to be uh, a certain age. Which means, yeah, and I need the, I need the kizerat katuf to come and tell me that what on korbanot that have a certain stringency that have a certain age. So I would have thought to make a kavahomer from Egla Arufa. I would have said like this: Egla Arufa and Kormat are similar in what they both have the stringency of what they have to be a certain age, correct? And I would have said like this: And Ma Egla Arufa, that a mum is not posel, but Avoda is posel korbanot. That mum is posel, all the more so Avoda is posel. Kamash Malan, the word Ba by Egla Arufa to tell me Ba Avoda is posel and not by korbanot. So therefore, at this point over here, we've proven that what number one mum is posel by by. <coughs> but mum is not posel by egla arufa. Ah, when it comes to avodah, avodah is going to be posel by both. Ben be para aduma, ben be egla. Because of the gezerah shava all all. Oh, when I have this gezerah shava all all, good. But, but, but the pasuk really only said that avodah is only posel by egla arufa. Said ba. No, that ba doesn't limit uh, the parada. That ba teaches me a deen of korbanot that a kadashim that have a that have a that were worked. Then that's not going to be pasuls. Comes the says the kadashim they not paslabu avoda meaka nafka meatam nafka. Which means, are you telling me that we learned the law that korbanot if they were worked they're not pasul? You learn it from the word ba. We learn it from a different derasha. Why? Because the pasul says. Averet o shabur o harutz o yabelet o garab o yalefet lo takribu ele lahashem ela iyatam makrim avalatam makrim kadashim shneibdav vehem avoda. The Torah is telling us all the different blemishes that an animal can have. The Torah lists all the different blemishes. And what did the pasuk say? Don't bring these items as a korban. So the Gibraltar donation. These items you can't bring as a korban. But if the animal was worked, you can bring it as a korban. So you see what? I don't need a dirasha from Agla Arufa that it says, Ashil Ubad Ba, to tell me Ba Avoda Posel, but by korban. No, I have a dirasha in the Torah that says only move is Posel and not the Avoda. It's study, I need both to rashot. Salka da daka mina animili heka davad bae ko baen avodat eter. Abal avodat isur ema litsiru serika. There's two types of avodat. There's avodat eter. For example, let's say you, know, you, you, you put something on the back of the animal right. and it walked. That, but there's another type of avodat, avodat isur. Let's say I work the animal with kilayim. I took the ox and I put it with a hamor together, which is isur. That type of work is going to be asur. That's avodat isur. All of I work the animal on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. So you would have thought that that type of avodah is going to posel it as a korban. Kamash malan, even avodat isur is not posel a korban. That's why you two pesukim. One for avodat heter and one for avodat isur. Gemaraz vehad na me ma'akanafka. What do you mean? I know avodat isur from another pasuk. Because the pasuk says umiyad ben nechar lo takribu et nechem elohechem mikol eli. You're not allowed to take a korban from the goyim. So it says ele iyatam makrib. You cannot take a korban from the goyim. Avad atam makrib kadashim shnei. But I can bring a korban that work was done. Now, since I have another pasuk that teaches me work, so I have two pasukim of work. So that must teach me one avodat teter, one avodat isur. So what do I need the pasuk of igla uh, arufa for? It's tarikh. You need three pasukim. Because you would have thought that you're right. Maybe avodat isur is not pasuk the korban so long as it's not consecrated. So long as it was just uh, a regular animal that Abu Dhabi, let's say he had a regular animal, a cow, whatever it was, it worked on Shabbat. 
So I would say, okay, no work the Torah, you can use it for a korban, meaning later consecrated. But now that after Yippur comes and tells me, even after you consecrated it as a korban, and then you worked with it on Shabbat, still it can be brought as a korban. So let us just review just what took place over here. So my korban, we have a tremendous hadush over here, that tells me not only if the animal was worked, even after the animal was nikdash, the korban, mutal, actually two took my korbanot and one talking about Arufa. Now, when it comes to the law of <coughs> when it comes to the law of uh, uh, of Mum, I just want to repeat again, we thought to make a kalbahomer from uh, from para aduma. Para aduma that what? Para aduma that it doesn't matter how old it is. But Mum is posel. I glorify that it does matter how many how old it is. Certainly Mum should be posel. That's why it comes to give us notes. If Paradma says the word Asher in Bamum, Bamum Eno Posel, Bamum Posel, Aval Eno Posel by Egla Arufa'a, so the Gibraltar says, but it says the word Ba by Avodah. And we know by Egla Arufa'a, any type of Avodah is Asur. And we learn just like any Avodah is Asur by Egla Arufa'a, any Avodah is Asur by Paradma, even though the Torah only says all, putting a yoke. But we learned that what? So, but it says the word Ba'as, we should limit it only to Egla Arufa'a, no, because then we have a Gezra Shabbat, all, all. To connect that, watch just like Abu Dhabi was said by Egla Arufa, Abu Dhabi was said also by Egla Arufa. Ah, but what do you do with the word Ba? Ba teach me that Abu Dhabi is not going to be posel by Korbanot. Comes again, like continues, first line, first, third line, first word, Gufa. We learned above. Amar Rav Yuda Amar Rav Hiniyah Alea Udashil Sakin On the Paratuma You put let's say A stack of uh, sackcloth On its back Pisula Ube'igla Adshitim Shoch But Igla Rufa It's not enough to put it on its back You actually have to move it You have to actually walk with it A little Metive All What do you mean It says by Paratuma A yoke how do you know other avodot besides putting a yoke? I'll make a kavahomer. Which I make a kavahomer. I would say, and what? That what? I'm sorry, uma igla. That moon is not posel, but Sha'ar Avodot are. Paraduma, that moon is posel. All the most so Sha'ar Avodot should be posel. I would make that come home. The im nafshecha lomar. Oh, but if you're going to come along and tell me, Ne'emar kan ol, Ve'ne'emar lahalan ol, Ma lahalan Sha'ar Avodot posodot, Ma'af kan Sha'ar Avodot poslot, which means, the Gebara says, and if you want to tell me, maybe you don't need to come to home. Because I have a Gezerah Shabbat on all. And just like we know that Abu Daz was said by Egla Arufa, it should be also by Paraduma. So he goes, by Ibn Afshik Hanuman. What is this if you want to say? The Kavahomer is fine. What is the Gemara throwing in? And if you want to tell me that this is Gizra Shavas, it's the key tema. Because if you want to tell me the Kavahomer is flawed, why is the Kavahomer flawed? Ma le Egla Shekin Shanim Poslotba. Which means, if you're going to tell me that you can't make a kava homer because I'll tell you, Igla Arufa is another student that Paraduma doesn't have. You know what the student she has? Years. Which is, has to be a certain age, it can only be one year old. When you want to learn a kava homer from Paraduma, you want to say like this, Ewa Paraduma, that moom is not poselba. Avoda is any service is so paraduma that mum is posel all the most of shalavot. I can argue and say ma le aglaru fast. Can shanim postot? It has the stringency of shanim. The gemara says inam or I could break the kavod like this kadashim yuchihu shemum posel b'hen ven avoda poselet b'hen. Which I can tell you, it doesn't make sense from a different reason. You tell me I'm making kavod chomer and what aglaru fast? That what mum is not posel. Avoda is paraduma that mum is posel. Certainly avoda should be posel. No, I'll tell you, Kadashim Yuchiri, I'll show you a case of Korban, where Mum is posel and Avodah is not. So therefore, they don't work in there. I can show you that even though Mum is posel, not necessarily does Avodah posel. So therefore, the Kadahomer really is flawed. That's why. Which means like this. Really, we try to bring it from the Kadahomer. If you analyze the Kadahomer, you can break the Kadahomer. That's why the Gibbara says, if you're going to want to break the Kadahomer, ultimately it comes from a Gizirah Shabbat. All ought to teach me. Just like by. Whatever you make in Gezerah Shabbat from the place where you're coming from. 
where am I coming from? From Agla Arufa. Malalan Atstimshok, Afkan Atstimshok. Which is, then the law should be equal in the sense that just like by Agla Arufa, we said only until you actually walk the animal. So it's got to walk a little with the with the uh, with the items on it. So to my paraduma, it should be the same thing. So comes the Gemara and says, that's the Gemara's question. I'm reading Rashi now in the second column. It's right in the middle of the second column. shebata, from the place where you came from. Laftana that when you put anything on the animal of the paradigma, anything, forget, even, forget about it walking. By paradigma, there's a stringency. Just putting it on the animal, not only your yoke, even this bundle of sakim. Since you're learning the whole concept that other items that you put on the paradigma, you're learning from Megla Arufa. You should learn it from there. What? You should learn it should be equal to the way you're learning it from. It shouldn't be better than the source. The source is Eglah Arufa. Eglah is only when you actually walk it. So therefore my paradigm should also be like that. So the Gemara actually says Tana'i. He is actually Mahlokin amongst the Tana'i. The Ika de Maiti Lam some learn what we just said from Agla Some learn the law of other Avodot uh, uh, from Para itself, which is if you're right, if you learn from Agla then you're right. Only until you actually walk the animal, just like my Agla But if you're going to learn it from Para Aduma itself, then it's going to have the laws of Para What's the law of Para Aduma? Once you place it on the animal, already it is Pasu. Now, what do you see this Mahal? Tanya, all. It says by para aduma, Asher lo ala leot. That only teaches me a yoke. Shad avodot mina. How do I know other avodot are going to be pasul? What tamud domar? Asher lo ala aleha ol mikol makom. Which means the way the Torah wrote it is Asher lo ala aleha. Stop right there. Asher lo aleha is mashma anything, anything without respect. Which is if the Torah was only referring to an ol, it would have said Asher lo ala ol aleha. But from the fact that this is Ashir Lo Allah Aleh Asmasra that nothing went on its back, period. Oh, that's Masra not only in all but any item. Oh, so the Gemara then says, Imkin Matamud Lamar all. So what do you need the word all for? Uh, you tell me any item that you put on its back. All posel bim bishat avodah bin shelo bishat avodah. Shara avodot em posot ela bishat avodah. There's a difference. And all is going to be pasul yoke, whether it's at the time of work or not at the time of work. Which means like this: this guy has a yoke. He's walking and he's tired of carrying it, right? So he just rests it on the head of the paradigma. Pasul, even though it's not at the time of work, he's just doing it to, to rest it on the animal's head. So. When it comes to all, all is pasul ben b'shat avodah ben but shar devarim is only going to be pasul what at the time of avodah, which means he needs to, he's working it, which means he put it on the animal in order to, to work it for some sort. So that's the between all and other avodot. Oh, the ma'ashelu Now the Gemara is going to say it like this. So wait, so if you're learning from paraduma itself, so now I don't care if it actually has to walk. Just like a yoke is pasul just by putting it on its back, Allah aleha, so to other avodot also just by putting it on its back. But what it has to be litzorech avodah. That's the you're working the animal with that item. So now the Gemara has a question. The ema asher lo Allah aleha klal all prat klal uprat and bechlal elama she befrat all in midi aharina lo. We have a famous uh, one of the thirteen ways of being the rishon called the klal prat. Prat means when you have a generality and then you have a specific. Whenever you have a generality and a specific, the law only applies to the specific. That's the law. Now I'll say it like this: nothing could go on the animal's back. That's a generality. Then it says all. It's a specific, a yoke. So maybe the law is cloud prat only a yoke and nothing else. Then after Gemara says asher when it says the word asher lo that word asher is extra. So that's coming to include. So it's like a inclusion. If it's not limiting it only to an all, but even to other items. Good. We have another brayta. Gabe By eglarufa we have a similar derasha. All it says by eglarufa also the word all a yoke. In the Elaon, Shar Abodot, and I don't even know other 
work is going to be. So Tamud Lomar Asher Lo'ubad Ba. That's Beferush. It says that not only in all, but even Lo'ubad Ba. You cannot work it in any way. Mikom Makom. Imkin Mat Tamud Lomar All. So what does that say all by Eglarufat? You tell me any work is going to be Asur. Anything that you put on this animal's back, why did it say all? All posel ben b'shat avoda ben shelo b'shat avoda shar avodot em posot ela b'shat avoda. Exactly like the same thing about peraduma. And all is going to be pasul by eglarufa when you put it on its back, even for not working purposes. You're resting, you put it on an animal's back, pasul. But shake and shat devarim only when you're involved in working the animal, then it's going to be pasul. But if you stamp it on just temporarily, it's not going to be pasul. The ema that gives us the same question like I said about peraduma. Ashil ubad ba klal. All prat, klal uprat, and bechal elam hashem uprat. All in media harina lo. Asher buyahu. Okay, what I want to say is setting by eglaru fana. Says asher lo ala alea. That means anything. Then it says the word all. That's one's a klal and that's a prat. Maybe only all. Maybe nothing else. So it comes to and says no. Asher is coming to include other items as well. Good. So therefore, the Gemara concludes that what. That it, we have a very important mahlokan over here, exactly where you learn the law that says by para aduma any type of avodah, meaning whatever you put on the back of the animal is going to be posel. One shita says you learn from aglarufa, all all. Or if you learn from there, nafkamina is going to be, it's got to be like aglarufa, until you actually move the animal. But if you learn it from para aduma itself, from the fact that it comes along and we have it, the fact that it says Asher lo ala aleha which is coming to me mikol makom any type of item that means just like an old just by placing it on the animal's back so to any item just placing it on that even if they didn't walk but also we have a stringency in the sense that, that even if you put it there not for the purpose of working it's going to be possible with other items you have to do it for the purpose of working the animal itself comes to Gemara now as a question Amar Abhu Ba'em minem Rabbi Yohanan Meshichat ol bekama oh that which we said by Agla Arufa, you actually have to move the animal. You don't have to put the item on the back. You got to actually move it. How much do you have to move it? How much does the animal have to walk? The size of an owl, which means the <coughs> however size of an owl. So Gemara says, Meshichat owl lerochbo tefah. Oh, which means I'm sorry. Ibailu leorko lerochbo. This is the size of a yoke, the length of it or the width of it. I heard from Rabbi Yohanan The width of a yoke Which is a tefah That's how far the animal has to walk with it So the Gemara says What are you confusing me and telling me The amount of an all Just say a tefah If you tell me how far Just tell me don't confuse me with all Just tell me the amount of a tefah It's coming to teach me that the shi'ur of a yoke is a tefah. At least the width of a yoke is a tefah. For what purpose? What do I have to know that for? For business purposes. Which is when you go to a guy and you buy a yoke, if you measure it and the width is less than a tefah, you can return the item. So the Gemara is teaching you another item, just a side point for business, that the width of a yoke is a tefah. So you got to know that. The guy sells you a yoke that's not the size of a tefah, so you have a right to return it. Comes the Gemara and continues. <coughs> What's the reason why the Agla Arufasti brought down to the Naha by a river? Amara Kadosh Baruchu. Let an item that does not do bear fruit, which means it says an Agla, one year old is too young for it to bear fruit. It cannot have children at such a young age. So let the animal that's so young that cannot bear fruit, and hack it in a place where it cannot bear fruit, which is in a rocky area. Right? The Eglarufa says, done by Na'al Eitan, in a rocky area where no fruit is able to be bared. And let it bring kapara on this person that he did not allow the slain victim to bear fruit, which means have children. So everything has to do with producing. Bring the animal that can't produce. And bring it in a place that can't produce to be on the slain victim that was caused now by his death that he cannot produce. So the Gemara says, my perot, what do you mean perot, fruit? 
means actually to have children. So you're going to tell me an old man that can't have children anymore. Or a sari, somebody that's sterile. So you're going to tell me there's no agdaru for this guy, because anyway wouldn't be able to have children. Right. So says, What's the fruit that we're talking about? He cannot be productive, meaning he cannot fulfill mitzvot anymore. That's the fruit over there. So let the animal that cannot be productive, bring it to a place that cannot be productive. And have kaparan, a person, and now that he's slain, cannot be productive. What's the productivity we're talking about? Mitzvot. So it says, this, this, this place of etan, etan, kemashma'o. Etan, like, like the, the word. What does it mean? Kashe. A, a rocky, hard area. How do you know that from? How do you know that the word etan means hard? Etan moshavecha. Which means Bil'am, when he was cursing the Jewish people and he blessed them, actually he said, Etam Moshabeka, Vesim Basela Kinecha. Which is talking about the settling of the Jewish people and it's called that their place is Etan. And where is their place? Vesim Basela, by the rocks. So you see what? Etan is a rocky, hard area. Ve'omer, and the Pasuk says as well, Shim'u Arim Etri Vashim Va'etanim Mosde'eres. So you see over here that the Etanim are called the Mosde'eres, the foundation of the earth. What's the foundation of the earth, the rocks, and this was called etanim. Ahirim omri minay leetan yashan. New point. Etan doesn't mean hard, but according to this opinion, etan means old. That means you have to use the old earth. You can't bring new earth to the place where you're bringing the loud. If I have to use the old earth, that is it. How do you know the word etan means old? Shneemar goy etan hu goy meolamu. It is a goy etan, a goy that a, gener- a nation that was always there, meaning it's an old nation. So you see, it's got to be earth that is old. That is according to that opinion. You take the a large saw and you hack it from behind. Right? It says by hatata off. How do you kill the hatata off? You make arifa. Because the Kohen takes his thumb, the nail of his thumb, and he's oref the, uh, the uh, bird from behind. It says the word arifa over there. So it says the word arifa by aglarufa. So we know it has to be done from behind. That's a gizra shiva from hatat haof. Umekoma asur minizroa milabed. The place where you actually bring the korba, the aglarufa, you don't have to work that area, nor are you allowed to do any planting in that area. Tarunabanan. Now we have a mahloket on this. Tarunabanan. Asher lo yeabed. That's the language. Bo velo yizareya. That means in the past it was not allowed to be planted or worked. Past tense. No, it means in the future it cannot be planted or worked. Nobody argues on the future. Because the Pasuk says, Lo Yizareya. Yizareya is a future tense. Everybody agrees that once you do the Aglaru, find that place, in the future you're not allowed to plant in that area. Lo Yizareya. That's no argument. The Mahlokan is in the past, which means in the past was the place allowed to be. Cultivated. Let's get the right text over there. Now from the fact that it says the word Asher, Asher is mashma past tense. Which if the Pasuk would have just said Lo Ya'avid, that's mashma future. But Asher sounds like that it was. Asher lo ya'avid. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yoshia, he learns that when it says Asher lo ya'avid, from the extra word Asher, it means past tense. But he does not learn a problem for the well, future we know already. Future lo yizaraya. That's clear. Future. Ya'avid. If it just would have said the word ya'avid, so ya'avid would have been what? Also what? Future. But it says Asher, that it was not work. So therefore, he learns it's l'sha'avah. If it would have been past tense, you wouldn't use the word ne'ibad. Ye'abed is mashma future. 
the Rabbi Yonatan Asher Buyao, which is Rabbi Yoshiyah learns from the word Asher, past tense, and Rabbi Yonatan learns from the word Asher, something else, like we're going to see in a moment. So let's just review this Mahlouk very, very quickly. We have a fantastic Mahlouk in Rabbi Yonatan and Rabbi Yoshiyah regarding what you're allowed to do in this area of the Eglarufa in the past. Everybody who is future wants you to do Eglarufa over, you cannot do nothing over there. The question is in the past, which now you come into this place. Were you allowed to work this place before the Panadumah Yasunah? If Yosia said you were not allowed, why? It says Asher lo Ya'abed, or Ya'abed is future. Asher, that it wasn't. The word Asher comes and makes the word Ya'abed a past tense item. Whereas according to Yonatan, no, 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 Ya'abed means future. Ah, the word Asher, I'll tell you what I use. Asher, I'm using it for something else like we're going to see later on. Don't, don't bother me with the word Asher. Asher, I'm going to use it for Edebuya, which you're going to see later on. Comes again what it says, You'll have to comb flax over there, because that's not working the ground. You'll have to actually clean up the stones that are on the ground over there. That only teaches me planting. How do we know that other work is also forbidden? Tamud Lomar, Asher lo ya'aved bo, mikol makom. Right? When it says Asher lo ya'aved bo, means any type of work. Imken mat tamud mar velo yizareya. So they want to say planting. If you tell me any work is forbidden, so why are you limited? Why, why didn't Torah specify planting? Lomar lecha, mazri ami yuhedet shi bigufat shil kaka. It's just like, you can't plant only when in the ground. Planting is something specific that is done in the ground. So the work that's going to forbid it, be forbidden is similar to Ziriah. It's got to be in the actual ground itself. As opposed to combing the flax. Look at this flax growing over there. So you're combing it. The combing of the flax doesn't enhance the ground. So there was going to be mutan. Then yikud abanim, or let's say just cleaning up some stones off the ground. She'enam begufashil kaga. That's not actually enhancing the ground itself. Then I get what I ask the question. Ve'ema asher lo yaved bo klal. Maybe I'll tell you what lo yaved means any work. That's a klal. Ve'lo yizareya prat. And then it's telling me a specific word, planting. Klal prat. And what's the rule by a klal prat? En bechlal elamashem beprat ziriayin midya harina lo. Maybe I'll tell you, Ziri'ah is the only item that's Asur. Why? Because it's a cloud prat. Asher buyahu. The word Asher is coming to include. So therefore, kotra, that's kotra biyunatan, like we learned above. Asher lo yizareya. So therefore, it's an inclusive word. So it's telling me not only Ziri'ah, but who are in any type of item. So why did it say Ziri'ah? To teach me staff can be gufashil karka, like Ziri'ah. Like, as opposed to, let's say, Siduk of Pishtan. Or Nikur Abanim comes the Gemaran continues. So it says the elders over there, the Zikini, would wash their hands and they would say, Well, we weren't responsible for this man's death. It says that all the elders of that city is Which means, it says in the Pasuk over here that all the Zikinim, <coughs> they'll wash their hands Now the Gibra asks the question, What is the Pasuk have to tell me Arufa? Which means we know that already. We know it's about the animal that, was, uh, that they killed. You told me that the Aigla, what do you have to add the words Ha'arufa? So comes the Gibran says, Which means they have to say this declaration Mamash on the spot where the Aigla was, they washed their hands exactly over the spot where the Aigla was, where they actually killed the animal, like we said, they killed it from me, from behind. That's where they have to wash their hands. The Gibran explains. Our hands were not responsible for the death and our eyes did not see. Right? Do we think that Betin are murderers that they have to give such a confession? Like we said in the Mishnah. That we didn't see this guy and leave him without provisions. Because if they left him without provisions, they're responsible to a certain extent. Because why? He's not going to have food. He's going to go now, steal food from somebody else. The guy who, who's getting stolen from is going to resist. He's going to come and kill him, so they were responsible. And we did not see him and leave without an escort. Because if they didn't escort him, they're responsible also because they put him in a dangerous situation. You could force a person, you can force a person 
that he has to escort his guests, which means, let's say you have a guy, he has a friend over, <coughs> and the, the friend's leaving, the guy says, I'm not escorting you. The guy can go to Bintin and demand, this guy has to, you can, you can demand a, an escort. Why? You have to know the reward of escorting a guest, it's limitless, there is no shi'ur on such an item. How do you know? Shneemar. This is talking about over here when the Jewish people were trying to conquer uh, uh, the, one of the cities in Eretz Israel, and they couldn't find the city. The city was actually concealed. Uh, they used to have, you have to walk through a tree, and in the tree itself there was a cave, and uh, from the cave they were able to enter the city. But it was like a hidden entrance, so nobody knew. The people of Yosef, that was the tribe of Yosef that were trying to conquer, they couldn't, the city of Luz it was actually, they couldn't, find the, uh, they couldn't find the entrance to the city. So it's going to say that what? They saw some guy, like the Pasuk says that, They see a guy coming out of the city. So how, where did he come from? Where did this guy, how did he access? They tell him, Show us the entrance of the city. They promised the guy, he was a Kanani guy. Normally you have to kill the Kanani. But this guy says, if you show us how to get into the city, we'll do your favor, we won't kill you. So what happened? And what? He showed them. And what was the chesed they did after he showed them the access? When they went into the city, they killed the entire city by sword. And this guy and his family, what did they do? They let him go. So they gave him life. So the guy went to the place of Chitim, and he built the city, uh, sorry, so the, actually the guy himself built the city called Luz. They were coming to conquer a different city. But the guy himself, he got life. He ended up building a city called Luz. And such a berachah he had, till today it's still called Luz. Tanya. He loses That's the city that's blessed that they would dye the sisiyot with the blue, the blood of the uh, that special fish called the halazon. Our rabbis tell us that in the city of Luz, the air quality was very good. So the dye that used to dye the sisiyot would catch. I guess you need certain quality of air for the dye to go into the sisiyot. He loses when Sinharif came and he he uprooted all these cities of Eris Israel, and he put one nation in a different place and he mixed the whole world up when it came to the city of Luz he didn't touch it that's the city that Nebuchadnezzar when he came and destroyed the whole of Israel he didn't touch the city of Luz even the angel of death has no right to go into the city of Luz. The elders of the city, when they, when they had enough of life, so what do they do? They leave the wall of the city and they die, which means, look at the barakah that this guy got for giving him directions. He just showed the uh, people of Yosef where the entrance of the city was. He ended up building the city of Luz, such a city where they built the, the dying of the Tchil, uh, which the air quality was good. This is the city over here that uh, is blessed, that even the Malachamavit, as we said, Sanharif didn't uproot it, and Nebuchadnezzar could have destroyed it. And what? Nobody dies in that city. And even if a person wants to die, he's got to walk out of the city so the Malachamavit can get him. All because what? The Hal of the Marim Kalvachomer. Uma Kena'anizeh. Shelodi Ber Befif. How did he give the instructions? He didn't give it verbally. He didn't even walk them to the entrance. And still he brought Berakat to him and to his descendants for the rest of the generations. If a person escorts his friend actually physically where he walks him, or the more so, could you imagine the Berakat that that's going to bring? Tim and his descendants. So the question then is, how did the guy show him? If he didn't verbally tell them where the entrance was, and he didn't walk them to the entrance, how did this Kenani guy show the people where the entrance was? So the Gibra says, One rabbi says, he just made a motion with, uh, with his mouth, with his eyes, like, which means, uh, and he just tilted his head towards the tree with the entrance, and some say he just pointed. And even for that little action, look at the reward he got. 
Why? Giving somebody directions. Although also when you escort somebody out of the city, why are you escorting him? To show him so he doesn't lose his way. You're showing him directions. Everybody knows the, the streets and exactly how to go, right, left, etc. So when you escort him, you're giving him a, a physical chesed. Uh, 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 Although more so the reward is going to be as such. Tanya kevated Rabbi Yohanan. Bishvil shekena'ani because this Kenani guy pointed with his finger. Garam lo Look at the reward he got to the end of the generations. Amar The guy that's walking on the road. There's nobody escorting him, so he's in danger. Let him let him toil and toil. Let him think of the Torah like the pasuk says in um, this will be a pasuk in Mishle. Which means the Torah is the Vietchen. It gives a person charm and protection. Comes the Gemara and says, "Namar biyoshem nevi b'shvil arba'a pesiot shilivah parol Avraham." The zikut of the four steps, the mefashim on four amot. The paro, the first paro, that was in the time of Rabbi Abinu. When paro left, when Avraham left Misraim, paro escorted him. For Amot outside the city, in that zikhut that he escorted Avraham, Shneemar, by Tzav, Allah Paroanashim, says Paro commanded people to escort Avraham, Nishtabedu, Bebanab, Arba Meot Shana, Shneemar, Vabadu, Venu Otam, Arba Meot Shana. In that zikhut, he was the one that was able to fulfill the prophecy that the Jews were enslaved by him. Not that it was our punishment that we went to Egypt for 400 years. We had to suffer 400 years somewhere in the world. God didn't tell us where. It just said that uh, it said by Abraham Abinu that what it says. Um, it didn't tell us exactly where that's going to be. So why did the Egyptians have the zikhut? Because Paro escorted us for Amot Abraham Abinu, so he got the zikhut that the prophecy will be fulfilled through him. Comes the Gemara's Amar of Yehuda Amar Rav. Kol Malvet Chaveru Arba Amot Ba'ir Enonizok. Anybody that escorts his friend at least four Amot in the city, that person that was escorted will not get damaged. Ravina Alviya Lirava Bar Yitzchak Dalin Amot Ba'ir. Okay, Gemara tells a story. Ravina was escorting Rava Bar Yitzchak four Amot in the city. And what danger came to uh, and he was saved. Why was he saved? Because he got escorted. So the escort actually saves the person. One uh, Kafahim brings down the word So it seems that when he's escorted, there's a certain protection that's given him. Even the rabbi has to escort the student at Aburashri. That means until 70 and two-thirds amot from the last house in the city. Which means you, you, you go to the last house in the city, then you go 70 amot and change a little more, and then the rabbi can turn around. So he has to at One scholar escorting another scholar at Tum Shabbat. He has to go farther. 2,000 amot outside of the city. Talmid le Rav, a student escorting the rabbi, in no shi'ur. There's no shi'ur. Vechama, Amarav Shishat Ad Parsa. Ad Parsa, which is four minutes, like a 72 minute uh, walk. Velo Amarav El Rabosh and Mufak. That's when we talk about his rabbi. That's not his permanent rabbi. That's just the rabbi they learned Torah from, but it's not his rabbi. Aval Mavo Mufak, Shiloshat Parsaot. But his actual rabbi itself, three parasot which is uh, 12 mil which is uh, a long 72 minutes times 3 distance of walking him outside the city Ravkana Alviyal Ravshimi Barasheh story Ravkana was once escorting Ravshimi Barasheh Mepum Nahara at Bet Sarita from a place called Pum Nahara until Bet Sarita de Babel Bet Sarita is where the palm trees used to grow in Babel Kimatuata when they got to the place where the palm trees were going Amar Vadai de Amritu. It's true what they say. Hani de Babel. These palm trees in Babel, Mishne Adam Arishon. These palm trees have been around since the time of Adam Arishon. How is that possible? How could palm trees be around for two, two three thousand years? Amar le adachratan miltach. You know what? You reminded me what Rabbi Yosef, the Amar Rabbi Yosef, the Hanina, my dichti. The pasuk says like this: Be'eres lo avad ba'ish. Avar Baish, it was the, the land where nobody trespassed, Veloya Shab Adam Sham. And nobody lived there. 
So the Gemara says, Obviously, if nobody ever passed through the place, the city, obviously nobody ever dwelled in it. What do you need a pasuk to say? It was a land that nobody ever passed by and nobody ever dwelled. Obviously, if nobody passed by, they didn't dwell. So you know what the Derasha was? When the world was created, Adam Arishon decided on every parcel of land in the universe which land is going to be designated for settlement of people and which land is not. And therefore, any land today that you see that there is this community of people living there, you have to know Adam Arishon designated it for a settlement of people. And any land that is not, that means Adam Rishon designated it not for settlement. That's why it says, Asher, get the pasuk, Be'eris lo avar ba'ish. Any land that you see, that no people are dwelling there, Ve'lo yashab Adam sham. You have to know that Adam Rishon, at his time, did not designate it for settlement. And that's what the rabbi meant, that these palm trees are ready from the time of Adam Rishon. Not that the actual palm tree was there. Which means he made the decision. Adam decided, in this place no people are going to live. That's why you have palm trees going over there. You don't have you don't have the population over there. It's already from the time of Adam and Ishon, it was designated that it should not be populated with human beings. Come to Gibran says, Rab Mordechai al Vial Rav Ashem. Rab Mordechai escorted Rav Ashem Agronya the Adbe Kiper. From one place to another place, which is a far place. The Amila Adbe Dura. And some say even as far as Be Dura. Come to Gibran continues and says, Amar Bihanam should be here. Anybody that does not malve, which means does not escort his friend, or get escorted, which is allow himself to get escorted, Wow. It's like he's causing murder. Now how is he causing murder? So the says, Let's go slowly to discuss this story over here. Elisha came to the city of Yericho. The water was salty over there. Elisha came, the prophet, he blessed the waters, the waters became sweet. After Elisha finished his miracle, the people of Yericho were thrilled. They left him go without an escort. Now what's going to happen is, he's going to meet some people on the way that got very angry at Elisha. And they're going to call him names. Because these were the water carriers. As long as there was salty water in the city, these guys were making money. They were selling fresh water to the city. Now that Elisha sweetened the waters, these guys were out of business. So they started to talk derogatorily against the prophet. What did Elisha do? He sent bears. Miraculous, there were no bears. He sent bears from nowhere, and they came and they attacked these people over here. So you see over here, the Gemara is going to try to say that if they would have escorted the Elisha, this would not have happened. And we'll see exactly what happened. The Shunei Imar, Bayaral Bisham Betin, Right? He left Bet-El. He was on the road, Elisha. And small Na'arim. Now these, these are contradictory terms. A Na'ar is like a teenager. Na'ar is like somebody a little older. Katan is a minor. How do you say Na'arim? Ketanim. I'll answer that in a minute. And they started to talk derogatorily about the prophet. Rise, O bold one, rise, O bold one. They call him the bold one. Why should he be bold? You've caused the, you've bolded us from our panasa, which means we used to make a lot of money in this place because of the water. Now you cleaned out our panasa. So they referred to him as the, as the kireya. So comes the Gemara and says, which is you clean, like, like a bold person is clean from hair. You cleaned out the area. We, now we cannot make any uh, panasa. Good. Now, if Elisha would have had an escort with him, they might not have started with him. So you see, because they didn't escort him, they were the cause of these children eventually going to die. Now the Gemara says, Umay ne'arim ketanim. What does it mean, ne'arim ketanim? Amr bil azar, shimin no'arim minam mitzvot. Na'ar is not referring to an age. Noar also means empty. They were empty from mitzvot. These were Amaris people, empty from mitzvot. 
Kitanim Shayu Mikitane Amana. Small, not in age, but in Imuna. Their Imuna was very small. So they lost some money over here now because they couldn't sell their water. But if they would have had imuna, God will give them the penasah from somewhere else. But they were kitane amana, that very small imuna, different that claims against Elisha. Tana ne'arim hayu. Another opinion says, no, these were youngsters, ubizbizu atzman kiktin, but they acted like children. Which means they were ne'arim, they were, they were older, but they were immature. What are, you, what are you screaming at the Prophet for? That was a very immature behavior. So they were ne'arim that acted like ketanim. Matkifah Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef has a question. Vidilma al-shim mekoman. Maybe the reason why they, maybe they really were ketanim, minors. And why were they called ne'arim? Because there's a city in Israel called Noar. So maybe it's the people from Noar. Very simple, ne'arim, people from Noar. Milo ketiv, doesn't it say in the pasuk, Ve'aram yatsu gedudim ve'yishbu me'eretz Yisrael na'ara ketana. It says in the pasuk, they took in captivity a na'ara ketana. So the Gebra says, Vikashya la Nara Uktana. How can she be a Nara and a Kitana? Nara is an older one and Kitana is a minor. She was a minor from the city of Ne'uran. So you see the word Ne'ara can be a, a, a person from the city of Ne'uran. So similarly, maybe these were Kitanim from the place called Ne'uran. Hatam lo mifarish mekoma. Which means, over there when the lady was in captivity, it doesn't tell us where they were from, that the girl was from. It just says, Ne'ara Ketana. So it must be Ne'ara is the name of the place where she came from. But here when it talks about these these youngsters that came to, to speak derogatorily about Yerisha, it says they came from Yiriho. So we know where they're coming from. They're coming from Yiriho. So therefore the word Na'ar over there cannot be the location because the location already is discussed in the Pasuk of Yiriho. So it must be, it has to be either they were Na'arim, really Na'arim, that acted like Ketanim, or Na'arim means they were empty, they were void from mitzvot, and Ketanim means they had lack of Imunah. That's why they went against the Prophet Elisha. Amen, Amen.